Happy Thursday morning. Another live show from Wednesday afternoon right here for your listening pleasure. Again, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you. We appreciate all of you that have decided to let this little old podcast uh, get right into your ear. And we hope that you continue to do that. Make sure and hit that subscribe button for us. We would certainly appreciate it. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a nice five-star review. That would certainly help out the show. Uh, go check out winningcureseverything.com. Go and check out sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. That's our college football gambling content. And we do a, a weekly show for them over at SBR Picks on YouTube. So go check that out as well. Uh, but yeah, if you would, share the show out, tell your friends, and hopefully you enjoyed today's conversation. We've got a lot to talk about with Arizona firing Sean Miller, the Masters, Deshaun Watson losing endorsements, all kinds of stuff. So we hope that you continue to listen and, uh, and share the show. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in Winning Cures Everything. It is Wednesday, April the 7th. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And we have got much to discuss. It is Masters Week, and we had a big-time firing in college basketball today, which is absolutely bananas, the timing at least. Uh, it, I don't think it's bananas what happened, but uh, but that is the way that it goes. And uh, we got some other things that we got to discuss on this beautiful Wednesday uh, before all the storms come. You seen the weather, Chris? Uh, yeah. We're supposed to be getting some severe thunderstorms this evening. And, uh, and I think, like, st- the rain starts up probably by the end of this show, I guess. I don't know. Either way, it, uh, hopefully it's not going to be like it was uh, the last couple of weeks where there were tornadoes and all that other kind of mess, right? No, I think a, we'll be all right. Nobody needs that. Um, before we get started, winningcureseverything.com, that is the website, your one-stop shop for everything that has to do with us, all of our picks, all of our shows, all of our appearances, everything can be found over there, including where you can follow us, where you can subscribe, all that good stuff. If you would, so kindly, if you're watching this show on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, hit the like button for us and share the show out. Tell your friends. Make sure you are subscribed at whichever one of those platforms it is. And if you would like to be involved in the show, you can do so. McKinnon has already jumped in on Facebook. You can, uh, you can dive in there as well. Whatever platform you're on, it will populate right there in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen so jump in, be a part of the show. You can help drive the conversation today. 
we would certainly appreciate that. If you're listening on the podcast, again, make sure you are subscribed. Leave a nice five-star review over at Apple Podcast. Written, whatever it is, if you if you leave a written one, we will read it at some point on the air. I guarantee it. So we will get through that. Uh, Taylor jumps in on YouTube, sets up, fellas. McKinnon said, happy hump day. Uh, it is hump day. We are halfway through this week. Thank goodness. It has been busy. It has been crazy. Uh, but it, it's just, it, it's like we're surviving week to week, right? It's, <laughs> it's count down the week, get to the weekend, start it all over again, is what it is. Uh, SBRPicks.com slash NCAAF is our college football gambling site. You can go check it out. Sportsbook Review is the place to be for all of your sports gambling content. Uh, but the college football version of it is right there, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. We do a weekly show over there on their YouTube. You can find it by going to YouTube and searching SBR Picks. You can subscribe there, and that way you can hit that little bell button and be notified every time we put up a new show. There will be a new one today. So go and check that out for sure. Chris, let's dive into uh, to the news of the day. The first topic here is that one Sir Sean Miller has been booted out from Arizona, and I think we've kind of been waiting on this for like four years now. It's been like four seasons since the DeAndre Melton stuff. Uh, DeAndre, what, who, who was it? Not DeAndre Melton. Uh, what was the guy's name? He was the number one pick not that long ago. How did I just go blank in the middle of the show? Uh, e- either way, either way. Big time. Aiden? Yeah, DeAndre, DeAndre Aiden. Aiden. Aiden, that's it. That's it, sorry. <laughs> It's been a long day. <laughs> oh, it's been a long day. Uh, DeAndre Ayton. Um, there was talk of $150,000 payment to get him to come to Arizona. He ended up being the number one pick in the NBA draft. Uh, it was then found out that there was no proof of $150,000 payment, that the article that was written by Mark Schlereth, I believe, or was it Slayball, uh, whoever it is over at ESPN, somebody had a, a false article like he said that sources told him this 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 was on tape none of that was on tape or at least it never came out uh but it was it was a strange situation and Arizona seemed to stand by Sean Miller for a very long time and nobody could really understand why now part of it might have been that you know while we're waiting on the NCAA to hand down some kind of a punishment who was going to take the job well now they got to this point where there was only one year remaining on Sean Miller's deal and it seemed like the powers that be did not necessarily want to get rid of him. And with that, you either have to extend the coach instead of just letting him play out the last year of the contract because as they are finding out, you cannot recruit if you only have one year left. It, it's a strange situation. What, what did you take from this? Well, I think this was always the plan. I think it was always the idea to just let him get to where we owe him the least amount of money before yeah. we fire him. A, because he's a still a good coach, and he can still run the program, and we can still win basketball games. Okay. So, um, you know, standing by your guy, I'm, you know I'm a fan of that, though. Like I, Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't know that if they thought he was the best guy for the job, to let him ride all this stuff out and to keep it. But but maybe this past season didn't make the tournament, didn't win a lot, maybe he's struggling. Well, they, you know? they partially didn't make the tournament because they implemented their own postseason. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I'm just trying to figure out, did they make this move because they were done with Sean Miller or did they make this move because he got them in trouble? 
I I think it was more they were done with Sean Miller. I, I think that was it. it. He finished number twenty nine at Ken Palm this year. They were seventeen and nine. Uh, not awful, you know. Not yeah, awful at all. No, a top thirty Ken Palm team. I, I, the the reason I say that is because I'm a I'm a fan of standing by your coach because I know how hard it is to replace them. Oh yeah, at, at number nineteen at Ken Palm last year, uh, number ninety four in uh, twenty nineteen. They had some uh, some major issues that year. Twenty eighteen, they were number twenty eight. Seventeen was number eighteen. Twenty sixteen, they were number nineteen. Twenty fifteen, they were number four. Like he is uh, perennially a top twenty Ken Palm team. Yeah. That is. A lot harder to do than you would think. I mean, there's a hundred, there's 357 teams in Division One college basketball. If you are metrically, analytically, whatever, one of the top 20 best teams every year, that's tough. You're not going to be able to find another guy that does that uh, easily. I'll just that's say right. that. So with Sean Miller out, and we still don't know what the the NCAA fallout is going to be because they haven't ruled on any of this crap other than the Oklahoma State case, which was appealed, and they, they gave them a postseason ban, and they still played in the NCAA tournament this year because they're in the oh, middle yeah, of an appeal. Because they appealed it. Yeah, so it, it's strange how all of this is going. I, I don't know what to make of it, and I don't know who exactly would be a good fit for the job. Typically, a job like this, listen to these jobs that have opened up so far this offseason. Texas, yeah. North Carolina, Indiana, Arizona. I mean, this is absurd. Absolutely. These are four meccas of the sport, and and all of them open. Well, now, three of them are. Texas is a big-ass school, but they're not a basketball mecca. Ag- agreed. They, they have not won a national championship. All of the other ones have. Uh, yeah. But everybody always assumes it's just, like, you get the right guy. Maybe not. Texas has been around for 100 years. They've been playing basketball for almost 100 years, and and – they not they hadn't been close. So yeah, let's let's be real careful by calling them a mecca of the sport. How about but this? It's a They're big a, job. A it's really a big, big job. job. It's not a good job. It's a big job. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, and of course, there was all the other ones, right? There's Minnesota and DePaul yeah. and Oklahoma and blah 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 blah. Um, these were all massive jobs that have opened up, and now Arizona, the last after all of these have already filled their seats, Arizona now has to try and find a new head coach. And I think, yeah, but I don't know that anybody who filled any of those seats would have taken the Arizona job. Agreed. And I don't know how many of those people Arizona would have even gone after. No, Mike Woodson definitely would not have. That wouldn't have been an option anywhere other than Indiana. That's um, right. Same thing with North Carolina. Hubert Davis, yeah, wouldn't have been an option at any of these other big. Chris time Beard wouldn't have wouldn't have taken it. He would have taken Texas over that job. You got that because right. that's home. Um, and so the only the only real mercenary out there is Oklahoma, and you're not going to go take that job when they've got NCAA sanctions coming down their neck when you can take Oklahoma, which is a really good job. So I think the only option here, uh, because initially my thought was nobody's going to want that job. You have no idea what's coming no, down the pipeline. I think somebody's going to want that job. Here's, here are my, my front runners for it because I immediately started thinking about it because I, I've been thinking about this for a, a couple of years now at this point thinking, all right, eventually Sean Miller's going to get fired, and this is going to pop up. Hang on. I got to ask, why do you just assume he was going to get fired? Kansas is about to go through the same thing that Arizona went through, okay? 
And Kansas gave Bill Self a lifetime contract. And they say, you're going to be our coach, and we don't care what the NCAA says. If we have to sit you down, we'll sit you down, and then as soon as it's over, we're bringing you back. You don't think there was a world where somebody in Arizona was like, can we not just do that? I think it was the way that it was handled by the coaches, right? Bill Self, you have never seen him under pressure, sweating, getting testy with the media, like all that kind of stuff. It, it A lot of the stuff that came out of Arizona was – uh, he and he and the brass don't necessarily get along, but they also okay. understand that he's no, a, a winner. A, it was a, a whole different situ- thing. Then that's a different situation. Yeah, which is why I've thought about it for a while, and why it's okay. been super surprising to me that they've actually kept him around because he didn't. He's not the easiest person to work with. So at, at least from all the reports, and I've never worked with him. He might be fine. Who knows? But yeah. everything that's been reported is he ain't the easiest person to work with. Uh, but he can damn sure win basketball games. So my thought process here. I, I've got three names that I really like that I think all would work that you can keep around for a long time that I think the fan base would be excited about, all right? First off, Damon Stoudemire. He is the Pacific head coach. Obviously, he was Mighty Mouse. He played at Arizona, had a lot of success under Lute Olson. He is doing well at Pacific, considering the fact that they have zero resources to put towards basketball at that school. He's got NBA coaching uh, regiment. He he coached under uh, was it under Passner at at Memphis. I, I, that I that was his college uh, coaching position. Then he was at the Grizzlies, and now he is the Pacific head coach. I think he's one that could get the fan base excited, and he's somebody that hasn't been at that P five level as a coach but definitely could learn under, like he could learn on the job, right? You bring in one of these old school coaches that can teach him the X's and O's a little more. Um, but I think he's a, I think he's a damn good coach. Uh, next, Passner. Josh Passner, of course, played at Arizona under Lute Olsen. Um, I mean, he, it's where his first assistant coaching job was. Then he he goes, was the only name that came up for me in my brain. I, I think it makes perfect sense. You just had maybe the best season that you were going to have at Georgia Tech. Yep. Everything went right. You won an ACC tournament. You still got like a nine seed or an eight seed in uh, in the NCAA tournament. You get beat in the first round. I, I don't know that you're going to do a whole lot better than that at Georgia Tech. At, like there there might be seasons where you can get a six seed, where you can get da 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 da. But I don't think yeah. you're ever going to be at championship level there. Um, and he's been there for a while. He may have worn out his welcome a little bit. Now might be a good time to bounce when you're losing some of these super seniors, right? So. And then the other one, Miles Simon, if you just want a, a guy that everybody knows, Miles Simon is an assistant coach with the Lakers right now. Uh, he's talked about getting back into the college game. He might be somebody that if you know that it's going to be bad, you know you're going to have recruiting restrictions, all that kind of stuff for a while, and you know that the program is just not going to be very good for a little bit, Miles Simon might be a good fit. You know, He might be the one that ends up taking the job. You, uh, you think anybody other than, than those three – I mean, not that I can think of, not that I think one of those three is going to definitely be it, but I, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to give you a name. The, the, the issue with Pastner is, is Pastner did take over Memphis and have to go through the, the violations and problems at Memphis. Does he want to do that again? It's a good question. I mean, the only thing going here is, is that it's home, right? He is yeah. the only one with the experience. Um, but if you think the next coach is not going to be great, especially with all the recruiting problems and, and, and issues that they're going to have with the NCAA, you, you can just you can just wait until the 
you know, the sanctions are over and then go back home. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but because if he picked up the phone after all that's over with and called the AD, he could probably get that job. The chances of whoever taking that job is so successful that, you know, you're not going to be looking to fire him in two or three years. I don't know. That would, that would be shocking to me. Yeah. That's it's kind of the same thought process with me, but this, if it is Passner, that is somebody that you can sit around and say, all right, look at what he did at Memphis. Look at what he did at Georgia Tech. At Georgia Tech, it took four or five years to really get it going. If we've got him here, we already know that the first however many years are not going to be great anyway, but he can implement that culture. He can build yeah. it up. And then, you know, you won't have to worry about going through another coaching change. No, I like Josh. I think Josh is a good yeah. coach. So, I, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm I think okay Josh, with all that. I think he'd be perfect at yeah, that too. Perfect there. He's already tied in with the AAU circles around there. Um, I, I don't know. I guess I just, ha- I was of the, this shocked me a little bit. So like you've been waiting for this for three years and I just kind of expected after three years for, for them to say, he's our guy, man. I don't care what the NSA says. We're going to stick it to him. When they, when they didn't extend him, I mean, he's been, he's been working on the same contract for a long, long time. And it was three years left on the deal and then two years left on the deal. And then now there's one, you know, less than a year left on the deal now. And, you know, I kind of, it was surprising the timing of it because I just thought that they would announce, all right, you know, we extended him three more years and it's, you know, he's making a million a year for however long, like nothing crazy. But I really thought that, that, you know, they might extend him, but I I, always in the back of my head expected, all right, he's going to get fired at some point, but when the hell is it going to happen? You know, and, and it finally, on May 7th, I mean, uh, uh, April 7th, finally happens. Like, it's just know, a weird like time. I said, if I was an athletic director and I thought I had the right guy, I don't care. I just don't care. Everybody's doing the same crap we're doing. We just happen to be sponsored by Adidas and the FBI, you know, camped out at Adidas schools. I, I can't do anything about that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know uh, what I'm saying? No, I mean, I, I do feel what you're saying. I, I, I mean, I, I feel like what what we did was against our rules, but the only reason we got caught was because the FBI got involved to, you know, and they and they basically only targeted Adidas schools. So, uh, I, I just... Well, Arizona is actually Nike. Um, oh, are they? Yeah. Ari- how the hell did, how, how did... How were they involved in that? Um well, the it wasn't just Adidas schools. Remember, it was USC as well, and whatever. Oh, it was, yeah, I it guess was there was a coaches. few Nike schools. Yeah, it, it was Book Richardson. It was you know all these other things. So Arizona had had a lot of stuff going on. It the Adidas stuff had to do with uh, TJ Gasnola and whatever else. Yeah. The the other schools, it was hey Christian Dawkins bribed these assistant that, coaches. That's right. All right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, that's right. So yeah, it it was strange timing. I mean, waiting until. April 7th, when all these other jobs are already done. like it, Yeah, but I don't, like I said, I don't know that there was a single coach that got hired that was going to come to Arizona. Oh, or agreed. that you as Arizona wanted. So, That's entirely true. Entirely so, so true. I don't, I don't, like, that doesn't concern me. You know, this, this isn't like there was four, you know, great coaching candidates out there and you wanted one of them. You know what I'm saying, and and now you're left holding the bag because you fired your guy too late. Like that just that didn't happen here. Yeah, no, you're you're right about that. You're right about that. So we will move off of Arizona. Let's uh, let's dive into a tradition unlike any other. The Masters is this weekend, and 
it feels like it was just yesterday that we were watching, you know, people play at well, Augusta. Well, it was just four months ago. <laughs> it was November. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. The, I mean, it has been beautiful weather other than all the storms and everything that, that we've been having uh, for the past few weeks. But I, I am excited about this. Like, I, I feel a little more anxious and ready to watch it this go-round than I did in November. You kind of feel that way? No, no, I was excited about it in November. I liked it. <laughs> I just, I feel like it's back on, on the calendar where it's supposed to be. Like, well, I feel yeah, like things I mean, are getting yeah, back we're, to normal. It's springtime now and now, you know, the end of fall, but I was just ready for, for anything last year. Oh, so. that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, so we do have our picks and whatnot. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I've got five guys that I have bet on to win and all of the same five I have bet to finish top 10. Me too. I have five as well for the exact same thing. I am very curious on yours. Um, you, you mind if I start us off? Go ahead. All right. Jordan Spieth is really hot right now. I, I like what he did last week. I took him at plus 1,200. You can get him at plus 1,300 at Bet Online. Really? Yep. Okay. Well, I, I got him at plus 1,200, and I've got him plus 100 to finish in the top 10. Yeah. Uh, I didn't write down my top ten odds, but yeah, I yeah, that's, I, I, I can, uh, I, I've got Jordan Spieth as well. Okay, so you've got Spieth. But Spieth uh, was my guy when he was hot. I loved, I love Spieth, and it, it seems broke like he my got it back. He just kind of fell apart. I don't know that he got it back. Let's be careful <laughs> with he got it back. I'm hoping he's got it back. I'm going to tell you this: for three days, there's no doubt in my mind he's going to play great golf. Is he going to fall apart on Sunday? That's what he, because that's what he's done at the Masters every year. He looks like the Jordan Speeth of old, and then Sunday comes, and he looks like the Jordan Speeth of the last three years, four years. I don't know. It's been a long time. Here's hoping. Here's hoping not. Um, All right. And so I, I also have uh, Justin Thomas. Um, okay. Justin Thomas, like it, he's been all right. He's been good. I got him at plus uh, eleven twenty-five, and. He's plus one ten to finish in the top ten. You know, I'm a little biased here. You he's know, one you know, like favorite, just, he's one of the favorites to to win it this year and and, and kind of every year. Uh, Taylor jumps in. He said the guys over at SBR were talking about how much discrepancy there was across the, all the books for the Masters. Yeah, it's it's like that every year though. I mean, every yeah, year I think it, golf, golf is definitely how much weight they're carrying on each player depends on what they what they move the line to. Yeah. Um, all right, so I, I gave you Justin Thomas. Uh, who is your next next go round? Well, I'm going to go John Rahm. That's my guy, the big Spaniard, big daddy, baby. Hey, so, you had the baby. That's what and, I was going to say. That's what terrifies me about this. Because oh, terrifying! What, hang on, what's what terrifies you, Gary? What terrifies you? The, the man's a new father. He's got a new swing in his step. He's well, going to be agreed. ready to rip it, baby. He's got to make them checks now. <laughs> Give me that jacket. Give me that big-ass check. I got this kid to feed. I got this kid to feed. Yeah, no, I, John Rahm is one that I looked at really hard. Uh, and, I mean, he always plays Augusta really well. I can really just well. hear Jim Nance as the rock is rolling in on the 18th green to win it. Daddy's home, baby. Woo! <laughs> Come on. What uh, hey, what what were the odds on Rahm? Do you know? Plus 13. Same, Plus, as, same as Spieth. Plus 1,300. Plus 1,300. My goodness. Okay, okay, not bad. Uh, Rom to finish top ten is uh, is plus one ten. Yeah. So not not yeah. too bad, not too bad. Um, Joseph jumped in. Joseph Gomez. He said uh, Kepka has value. Um, nah, I'm not a Kepka guy. Kepka's body's not right. Kepka's not going to hold up over four weeks. That's he's he's still recovering from injury. That's yeah. my take on it. I'm I'm out on Kepka. 
Joseph Goodman said he got bills to pay, average of uh, $240,000 over 18 years. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, I'm with you, I'm with you. Uh, I'm going to bet his kid costs more than 240000 a year. That's my guess. Based on the quality of lifestyle that they are going to live. Most certainly. Uh, McKinnon said, I'm really hoping Jordan pulls it out. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that do. A lot of people that do. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, Jordan Jordan Spieth was it was him and Rory kind of head to head for the number one way back when, and Rory just kept ripping along, and Jordan just kind of nose dived into the oblivion. Yes, he did. All right. Who else you got? I have got Daniel Berger. I can get okay. him at plus five thousand. A couple of spots. I think the most common is like plus thirty five hundred. Uh, he. It, just going back and looking, he has kind of improved at Augusta every year, uh, and he's he's playing really good golf right now. I think he's a he's a good outside shot here. He is plus two eighty to finish in the top ten, so he's okay. uh, he's my third guy. All right, so I've got I've got two mid level guys that are almost exact same odds. Um, Patrick Cantlay, who always plays the Masters really well and is playing great right now. And uh, the next one I'll give you is Xander Shoffley. Yep. Uh, Patrick is a plus uh, 2,200, uh, 22 to 1 odds. And uh, Xander is uh, 25 to 1, plus 2,500. Xander I have as well. I got him at plus 2,500. He's plus yep. 175 to finish top 10. Um, let's see. Patrick Cantley is plus 175 uh, to finish in the top 10. And let's see. You said you got Xander. All right. Uh, my last one. I don't like it. But I'm gonna I do it anyway. Uh, I've I've got a little on Bryson, Bryson DeChambeau. I, 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 it, he 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 tore it What's up that last number? year. That's not a good number. What's that number? It's plus eleven hundred. Actually, that's not good. Um, that's and plus good. plus one hundred to finish top ten. Uh, they they have not proofed the course yet, right? They they haven't um, gotten to that point. I, okay, I I go. You you tell me. You tell so I me think why. they have because the only way they got to proof the course is they've got to make the greens just rock hard, and I think they've done that. Uh, maybe so. I think that Dustin Johnson finishing 20 under was an embarrassment to Augusta. Agreed. And they are going to make sure, and the only way they can make the course harder because they don't change the course is make the greens firmer, hard. They're gonna. It, it's going to be rolling on stone, and Bryson hasn't put well. I've got Bryson at plus six hundred to miss the cut. To miss the cut. Yeah, because I think I think he's going to struggle on the ground. I think I really do think that the minus twenty that Dustin Johnson put up no, no in November is going to make them make this course much harder. I think they're wanting a winner around minus nine, minus 11, somewhere around there. They're going to cut that number in half. But the only real way they can change the course over a four-month period is to firm up the greens. And that's the one thing that hurts uh, Bryson. Bryson just hasn't put well this year at all. He's a masher and a smasher. And, man, it's fun to watch him rip it. But I'm telling you, he he just isn't putting well. Who uh who is your fifth? My last guy is Cameron Smith. I love Cameron Smith. That's my long shot at plus four thousand. Okay, yeah, I see. Uh, there's a couple of thirty five hundreds for him. Uh, yeah. Four thousand's good. Yeah, four thousand's a good number. Cameron Smith. I like I like Cameron Smith a lot. He's definitely the long shot to win it, but I definitely think he'll finish top ten. I like him to finish top ten. Get good odds there. Um, so I'm a, I'm a big Cameron Smith guy. I went through and I bet all of Cameron Smith's because he's matched up with other guys in his kind of field. 
level of all the head to heads. I bet all of the Cameron Smith positive head to heads. Gotcha. Um, he's uh, he's so. plus three hundred to finish top ten. Um, let's see. As far as round matchups, let's see. Cameron Smith is facing off against. Let's see. Uh, Colin Morikawa. He's uh, well, he, yeah. Cameron Smith is uh plus one hundred there. Or oh no, I'm sorry, sorry. Colin is plus one hundred. Cameron Smith is minus one twenty. Yeah, but Cameron Smith's probably getting a stroke and a half. He's uh he is getting half a stroke. Yeah, so that's that's the reason why. That makes sense. Okay, okay, I can get down with that. I can get down with that. All right, not bad, not bad. That's the only uh that's the only matchup that we've got for. for no, Cameron. it's not. He's got well, I've at got least at, at this book. Yeah, so I've got Cameron Smith against Scotty Schaefer. Yep. I've got Cameron Smith against da, 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 da. Um, Tyrell How, um, Hampton. Okay. Hatton, sorry, Tyrell Hatton. And then I've got it against Morikata. Ah, okay. Okay. Not no, bad. I've got him against Daniel Berger. So my book doesn't even have him against Morikawa. That's interesting. Yeah, see, so all I'm, the I've got so somebody much. else against Morikawa, but I don't know who. I've got too many bets. Uh, McKinnon said, just a long case of the yips. Golf and shooting, see athletes do that a lot because they're such mental sports. Yeah, golf is definitely a very mental sport. Uh, if you are in your own head at all, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was partly what was going on with Tiger Woods for so long, you know? So, and now, of course, Tiger, do you see the news that came out today? Uh, it, or, uh, uh, Tiger was, uh, they, the black box thing said that he was going 87 miles per hour uh, when his car wrecked. I don't know what that means. So I I listened to a couple of LA based podcasts and they were talking about this. They're not really sports podcasts, but the investigation for his um, wreck has got a lot of problems. I think the, I think the police officers that did that investigation are going to get fired. Um, There's a lot of information they didn't get when they got to the hospital, they did not uh, require them to get blood work. So we don't know if there was anything in his system or not. So everyone said, well, he wasn't intoxicated and he wasn't on pills or anything, but we don't know that because they didn't get any blood work from him at all. Um, And uh, the, the replay of everything that they've seen from it shows his car never slowed down. So even once he like crossed the barrier, and was going the opposite direction, you would think if he was conscious, he would be trying to brake, and he never, his car never, yes, 87 miles an hour, his car never broke. Like, he never hit the brakes. Yeah, it says, uh, let's see, Woods SUV was traveling from 84 to 87 miles per hour on a downhill stretch of road outside Los Angeles that had a speed limit of 45 miles per hour, and the vehicle was going 75 miles per hour when it hit a tree. Sheriff yep. Alex Villanueva said, uh, yep. and no traffic citations were issued. So it, so, uh, yeah, authorities said there was no evidence of impairment or of distracted driving. But so, I don't, but I don't understand how they know that there's no evidence of impairment or distracted driving. Yeah, that's uh, that's what it says. It says uh, it says that they couldn't or they didn't have probable cause to get warrants for impairment or uh, distracted driving. That's just not true. But, you just had a car accident. I think everybody in the hospital, you're, you're allowed to get blood from them if they... I believe that's are, evidence, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that makes no sense. I, I, I think this is a... I think... So that tells me there is something 
or else they would have gotten it and they would have said that we we have nothing. To not get it tells me somebody was told don't take blood from him. Um, it says, so Villanueva blamed the February 23rd crash solely on excessive speed and Woods' loss of control behind the wheel. Uh, Sheriff's Captain James Powers, who oversees the sheriff's station closest to the crash site, said there was no evidence that the golfer braked throughout the wreck and it is believed that Woods inadvertently hit the accelerator instead of the brake pedal. I I can't I can't explain that at some point in time he doesn't know that he's hitting the accelerator and not the brake. Uh, Taylor said there's no evidence of impaired driving when you don't take evidence. That's yeah, it, but that's that he's true. exactly right. Like that's the reason there's no evidence is because they did a really bad job of this. Now I'm certain they were paid very handsomely to do a bad job of this. Yeah, it's it's this this calls into question the whole accident to me. Yeah, because a, because if it was anybody else, you would have done all of these things, and they specifically did not in this case, and they yeah. did not, not because this guy has a habit of doing these things and you don't want to hurt his feelings, but because you you, you were told you can't yeah. take it. Um, McGinnon said, "Sounds like he tried to commit suicide, which is also well known now that he has a very long history of mental issues." I mean. I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's different ways to go about that, but I don't know. I mean, that was pretty far fall. Uh, Justin yeah. Miller said, I think you guys need to talk about J.J. Watt's great tweets at some point in the future. Uh, his one to Elon Musk was on point. Have you seen any of these? No, I don't follow J.J. Watt. I have no idea. I don't, I don't, I don't follow J.J. So, eh, either way, um, we will move off of that. Is there is there anything else that you are excited about with the Masters uh, this weekend? No, I'm just excited to see it. I'm excited to watch it, and... Uh... And yeah, I'm I'm glad that it's here. Do you think? I mean, Dustin Johnson always kills this course. Like, uh, yeah, he usually does well. He usually does well. But it's so boring to take Dustin Johnson. Yeah, he's, at this yeah point. I don't I don't bet chalk, Gary. I got two guys that are plus thirteen hundred. That's as chalky as you're gonna see me get. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, and one of them is only from nostalgia. That's it. There's no reason I should be betting Justin Sp- Jordan Spieth. There's just no reason. I should I should root for Jordan Spieth, and if he wins, okay, great. There's no reason to be betting him right now. Yeah. Uh, Taylor said his Bengals released uh, Bernard. Uh, I didn't realize Giovanni Bernard was uh, was up to be released. I guess it kind of makes sense. Well, I mean, um, it wasn't up to be released. Nobody's up to be released. Well, yeah, but he I just, just chose I, to release. It, it didn't. It didn't seem like he would be one. I mean, he has been uh, very effective for them for years now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, let's, let's talk about this right quick. Nike and Beats by Dre have pulled their endorsements of Deshaun Watson. 
Does this, uh, it, it shouldn't surprise either of us, right, nope. at this point. Um, nope. Why do we not see this more often? I, I think it took a long time. I, I think mean, it this took has a been long weeks. time. Do you remember when Cam Newton made the weird comment about, it's interesting to hear a woman ask a question like that. And the next day, he lost his yogurt commercial. Yeah. Okay. We've got we've got twenty two lawsuits, and we've got twenty three women that have that have come forward. And it took that for somebody to find. And we, we've been talking about this for I don't know a month, and finally sponsors are pulling out. It's I think they're it finally took, it realizing took one day. It took one day for Cam Newton to respond funnily iffy strangely to a question and he lost his sponsorship and now we get and these are big sponsorships i mean don't give these me, are big they, yeah, yes Nike these are these are Dre, these like, are bigger than a yogurt commercial but it doesn't matter but even still these are the the first ones that we have heard of yeah. and and it's surprising uh for for some reason if, if only because it took as long as it did that's it uh i i don't know why it would why it would take this long, and and I don't know why others uh, have it. I, uh, he, he's got I a do. local partnership with HEB. He's got a uh, he's joined Lefty's Cheesesteak franchise, which is opening a restaurant in Houston near Energy Stadium. He has a brand partnership with Rolex, and nothing's happened there yet. So it's strange. I mean, I'm not saying. Look, I'm not the guy to tell all these sponsorships you need to leave these people. Okay, I I've never been that. I didn't. I you know. I, I thought when Cam lost his sponsorship, it was a little ridiculous. Um, but I think it's up to the business. Okay, if the business chooses to do it, do it. If you don't, you don't. You make your own decisions for what you're going to do because you're going to face backlash as well. So do what's right for your business. It doesn't matter to me what you do. Um, you and I are very against cancel culture, and that's that's yeah. effectively what this is. But this uh, is a strange I know, because pulling sponsorships is not cancel culture. Pulling sponsorships is a business decision, all right? I'm paying you large sums of money to represent me, and I want people to buy my product because you endorse my product. But now, if your endorsement costs me money, then why would I pay you? So that's a business decision. That's not cancel culture. That's that. Those are two different things. Let's be real careful about that. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right. It's the the cancel culture is more people calling for these businesses to that's right to drop off the mob mentality, wanting yeah. folks fired for very minor ingress, like like indiscretion. So that's, you you've got a point, uh, Justin. By the way, uh, jumped in. Elon tweeted about Tesla solar panels, one point three nine per watt. JJ replied, "How much for everyone else?" It made me laugh. Sorry, uh, that is pretty. Pretty witty, to be as, honest. <laughs> as, all right, that's pretty clever. Ha ha, my last name is Watt. Um, and then, then McKinnon jumped back in. Uh, I'm telling y'all, if you haven't seen some of the drop-offs in the hills, talking about uh, the Tiger Woods stuff, uh, off the hills and mountains of California, you'd never say you think you can run off the road there and survive. The fact he lived is purely astonishing after seeing places like that with my own eyes. Uh, he's not wrong about that. I mean, the drop-offs over there are are bananas. Well, and, yeah, it's a mountain region. It's, it's yeah. yeah. It's the Hollywood Hills. It's it's very mountainous. Yeah. Uh, Taylor said, I feel like these businesses were waiting for the court's decision but realized it's too deep now. Yeah, the uh, some of the accusers have uh, have come out publicly now. Um, yeah, when they've come out publicly and they've given evidence and, like, the evidence that they have openly 
and uh, some of them are starting to go to uh, law enforcement, to the police um, for criminal charges, which I don't think there's any way on earth a criminal charge will stick. There's just not enough evidence uh, in, in he said, she said situations to, to land somebody like that. But, you know, with, with the amount of, of damage, I guess I'm like the waiting didn't bother me because if it was one or two girls, you're, you're trying to play the game of, did he really do this? Did he not? Yeah. Where are we at in this situation? Especially but if it's all civil we, cases, right? Well, and now that we know, he, he, he knowingly admits that in a one-year span, he's had well over 40 massages from these girls and this very unique, special thing. 40 different women. Let's not say 40 massages. That's just a maybe a behavior that both of those industries are like, you know what? Mm, we're going to we're going to move on from this. Yeah. The Nike quote was, uh, we are, let's see. We are deeply concerned by the disturbing allegations and have suspended Deshaun Watson. We will continue to closely monitor the situation. Uh, Nike said in a statement on Wednesday, um, Houston based Reliant energy said in a statement that its relationship with Watson was scheduled to end the spring and that the company has no plans for future engagements or contracts with him. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I don't even know what else to make of it. Um, you know, Rusty Harden had, has said, you know, that he denies all wrongdoing that Deshaun does. Uh, last week, 18 women released statements through Harden um, saying that they have worked with the Texans quarterback and that he never made them feel uncomfortable. However, um, you know, it, it, all, all of it's still nuts. I mean, it's it's 40 different women. The 18 that he, that he had worked with, he... He has worked with them more than 130 times over the past five years, like since he's been in Houston. That's just the 18 women that that gave him, I guess, glowing reviews that said, oh, That's he right. never tried anything inappropriate with us. I'm curious how many times he worked with the other ones. Yeah. You know, that, because that, if it, it was like a, a one-time deal because he made them feel uncomfortable, then then that makes sense. It, it's really strange. Um, and so on to- I, I mean, it's really strange. Everybody in this industry – finds it strange in football professional athletes find it strange that he doesn't have a specific girl that he doesn't have somebody who has gone to school and works with like athletes specifically that that knows his body and does this for him if it's literally if it's not sexual in nature in any way shape form or fashion and it is just i'm trying to take care of my body wouldn't you find somebody who knows your body and you like working with them and that be your person why why the 40 different women in one year yeah, that's that is definitely strange. Um, I, I know that that's not that's not an admission of guilt. Okay, that's that doesn't mean you did anything wrong. I just want I, I would like to him to just answer that question though. Like this has nothing to do with did you do this or did you not. I, I just find it unbelievably strange that no athlete in the world has ever done this. They want people who work on their body to know their body because you really can mess somebody up with a massage. Like you can hurt, especially these deep massages, you can hurt the muscle. You can cause damage. And the fact that you're just willing to find some rando on Snapchat or Instagram and let her mess with your body in hopes that she doesn't mess you up is weird to me. Oh, very much so. Uh, Matt I mean, Miller that's a risk in. I wouldn't be willing to take. It's got nothing to do with oh, the yeah. sexual part of it. That doesn't make sense to me. 
Um, Matt Miller said, what, does he just try every massage therapist in the Houston area? He said five to ten makes sense to see if you can find the best person that works for you. That's right. And that's 100% right. Um, and, and then the once other, you find them, once you find the best person, what do you do? You, you stick, stick with the best person. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I did not hear this part. Um, yeah, so there were 18 women that gave, you know, that said that he didn't do anything. They all gave statements yeah. uh, that, hey, he didn't try anything with me. On Tuesday, I didn't realize this came out yesterday, Tony Busby, who is the one that represents all these women, said that one of the women who gave uh, one of those statements also sent a direct message concerning Watson, saying that she stopped working with him because she was, quote, hearing too much stuff about him messing with other people. Yeah. He said so that just because he didn't mess with you doesn't mean he ain't messing with other people. That's Exactly. He said that's two different stories, Busby said. Now, am I suggesting that the 18 women had bad experiences? I don't know. Am I suggesting there's a reason they came forward? I don't know. That's a question for you to ask. What I do know is that what was said publicly by this one individual and what was said privately were two completely different things. Yep. That's that's a killer right there for the defense team. Yeah, that's that's really hard. That's going to be really hard to answer for. And this sucks, man. I mean, this I don't know why he's into weird. Like, it is strange that, like, in the society that we live in, it's the weird sexual stuff that takes people down. I mean, we we just talked about Tiger Woods. It was the same. I, thing. I really think. I really think. Like we were talking last off season, uh, last year at the end of the season, and I was thinking quarterback wise. I think I think there's a, I think Watson's the second best quarterback behind Patrick Mahomes in football right now. Yeah, like I like I think he's number two. Uh, some people would have Wilson there, and and I, I probably wouldn't argue with you about it. I wouldn't put up much of a fight, but I like Watson in that spot. And now we're at a point where this guy's career might be over because he might just be untouchable because of not not necessarily. Now I would say if he. If he coerced, if he forced these women to like some of these women to blow him, now we have a different question. Now we have a different problem. Now, now it's something different. Okay. Yeah. But if it's if it's the the people that have come forward and it's just it's been weird when he's doing it and he's humping the air and he's, you know, what it like it's weird and it's uncomfortable and it's not okay. But should you lose your livelihood over it? Like it's. I don't even know how to feel about that. You know. I just, yeah. Just, it's, it's. It's one of those things where you just want to say, "Stop it! Just don't do that." <laughs> Quit being weird. Like he's. Am I not mistaken? He he had a a pretty attractive girlfriend, right? Like am yeah. I, but this is not. See, all everybody always points to look how hot his girlfriend agreed. is. Agreed. Why you doing none of that shit, Matt? I will tell you this. So that's the scary part, right? So I. I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast in the past. I was a criminal justice major when I was in college. I had to take a sex crimes class. It gave me nightmares to this day. I think about shit that I saw and learned about. It's pretty awful. These people like the hunt, man. I mean, it really is about the hunt. They you've, really yeah, you've do see about women as here. prey. And it's not about, I got the, you could have a concubine of women living at your house, willing to do anything you want, but you know what? They're willing to do it. You want the hunt. You want that one that won't do it. You want the one that says, I don't, I'm not interested in you at all. And you want to, you want to find a way to get control over them. And you, it's all about power. It's all about control. It's all about getting what you can't have and having what you're not supposed to have. It's frightening. It's frightening. Matt Miller asked, what is the percentage chance that he never plays again? I think that percentage is bigger than him not playing again. If I had to weigh it right now, I would say 51, 49. 
51% that he does play? That or? he never plays again. Ooh, that is crazy. Uh, Matt Miller, I think right now it's close to 50-50, but I would lean in the world that we live in and the culture that we live in today. I just think it's next man up. And if Tyrod Taylor comes in and he plays well and the Houston can Texans can get out of this contract because of of the criminal charges and all this stuff, and the league lets them out of the deal. I I don't think anybody's touching him, and I think he's going to go the way of Ray Rice. That is terrifying, terrifying. Uh, the reason he may not have done these things to some women is because they were because they were down. Yeah, that's it. Because they were interested, they were willing. Oh. He didn't. He they they were yeah. That's exactly what it. They seemed eager. They were like, "Oh, this good looking, smoking hot, rich guy is into me. Hell yeah, I'll play with that wiener." But then he don't want that because that's that's not what he wants. That's interesting. I got plenty of I got plenty of ladies that'll do what I want. I want the one that don't. I want the one that I feel I make feel uncomfortable. Whew. That's that, what it's makes, listen. I'm yeah. just telling you about things that I've learned and I've seen and no, I've read interviews point. and case studies about men that have done this throughout history. Most of those men end up strongly violating or killing these women. All right. Those are the cases that I learned about over over history. Thank God we haven't gotten to that point and Watson doesn't seem to be that kind of monster. This it, it, it the whole thing is but so it's, crazy. It's, it's very uncomfortable and it's very icky. Yes, it, it's not something that I enjoy talking about. I will tell you that. But no, it is, it's, no. a, it's a massive, massive deal because, like you said, uh, there, there's a world where he is the second best quarterback in the NFL there's right now. There's a world where the second best quarterback in the league doesn't take another snap. That's insane. That's crazy to think about. But it's, it's uh, highly probable. At and this how point. much money has he made so far and how much of that stashed away? Because I don't see a lot of endorsement deals for him. I don't see a lot of places for him to go make a highly compensated living. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, you're betting on Tyrod Taylor at a 50-50 prop. No, thank you. I believe you mean it's a power and influence issue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean 100%. Sure. Hey, let's, uh, let's close out the show. Let's, uh, let's yeah, get let's out of this thing. Um, let's talk about Najee Harris right quick. Okay. Adam Schefter podcast. I know that you listened to this, right? Or you at no, least saw what not. happened. I do not. I just, I just heard what happened. I read about it in the news. So... Najee Harris was on the Adam Schefter podcast. Um, he read to Harris one of McShay's mostly positive, but also kind of negative scouting reports with which Harris took issue. Najee Harris said, I think Todd McShay can kiss my ass. How is he going to say, uh, how is he going to say he showed better production? I did not play my freshman or sophomore seasons rarely ever. I didn't have an opportunity to show that I could catch. It's not because I can't. It's because I wasn't in the game to show people I could catch. So let's just stop looking at the stat sheet and watch the game. I love it. I love it. Like, Najee Harris is one of the most outspoken guys in this coming draft, and everything that he has said in all these interviews leading up, he is, I I might dare to say, he is the most personable, draftable guy coming out this season. Everybody is so reserved because they don't want to say something that will offend somebody or, you know, ooh, all these all these NFL teams that that run these leagues full of just dominant barbaric men, they're all such pearl clutchers and they're all so <laughs> so sensitive and thin skinned and nausea. Just I I will tell you, you know, you know, I look for every reason to crap on every Alabama player. This is a guy I like. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt that 
He is also a huge Auburn fan and only went to Alabama to basically play football and go to the NFL. Well, he's, no, no, he's not an Auburn fan. That All that mess that he was talking about, because it, it drove him nuts, because he's not like a, a massive fan of anybody. He never okay. was. He just okay. plays. But when, when guys would stop him at the mall in Tuscaloosa or whatever. I, and I just, took it know. as as he grew up an Auburn fan. No, and... he just likes to get a rise out of people. Because he what he said, and so he was saying this on Pat McAfee's show, yeah. he was saying, you know, guys would come up to me at the mall. They'd stop me when I was out to eat. You know, hey, roll tide, Najee, roll tide. And he'd look at him and say, well, War Eagle. You know, <laughs> it just shocked people because they're like, whoa, 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 you play for Alabama. Like, what are you doing? He's like, it doesn't matter where I play. I'm just trying to get to the league. Like, what are you talking about? And and I love that mentality, man. I love it. Like it's, a, dude. I just want to be a hard worker. I just want to do what I got to do. Like I'm I just do, here to I do, do my like job. Nazi. So I like Nazi a whole lot. I, I find fine. him very likable. I love that he's showing his personality. He's not afraid. Um. And 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 yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I'm. He's gonna be a guy that I'll be rooting for in the league. Andrew jumps in on YouTube. I thought it was interesting. Harris said he thought the 49ers were gonna take him when they had number 12. He said I feel like he's gonna go higher than people might think. And he absolutely could. I mean, he's a he's a playmaker, but but he's still a running back. And I don't know how many of those you're going to see in the first round, man. I, I think the days of seeing two running backs in the first round are gone, man. Gone. I mean, and, it's, and I don't it's know him if he's going to be one or not. And if and if he is, I do think he is the best running back in this draft. It, it's him I, and Travis at the end that everybody. I think the people it. buying into Travis's. I, I can't explain Travis's production last year. Okay, I yeah. need somebody to help me explain. You came back, your team offensively was better than you were the year before, and your numbers didn't just go down. Man, they got cut in half. Yeah, I need I need you or somebody to explain that to me. Yeah, and, and not even just the stats, just like it, big games. If you take he... if you take Etienne over Harris, I think I just think you're making a mistake. I agree. I agree 100%. It might work out. We might look back five years from now, but I want to know. There's no logic behind it. There's no reasoning behind it. It doesn't make sense for you to say, we think he's the better running back. Why? What tells you that? Because it ain't tape. I know that. It's not game film. I wish that we could, I wish we could get these answers, you know, on draft night. Like, I'd love to hear, you know, well, we, we picked him over this guy because. Of this, this, this. Okay, well, you think he's the better running back, so so why? Why do you think I he's just, better? It, it, because if you watch game film, I've watched both of these guys for the last two years, okay? Don't have a lot of film on Najee because of where he played three years ago. But the last two years, I don't think – two years ago, I think they were real close, but Travis Etienne was better than him. Last year, I don't – it it wasn't close, like it, like yes, Etienne was better the year before. Najee was nine hundred times better than him last year. I agree. Who who watched the foot? Who watched them play football and against better opponents? By the way, yeah, yes, hundred percent. Outside of Notre Dame, they didn't. Clemson didn't play a good defense the rest of the year. Uh, Andrew said, "Can't really think of a comparison to Harris. Uh, he's one of a kind type of guy." He really uh, is. The the comparison size wise is Derrick Henry, but Najee Harris can catch the ball out of the backfield. And yeah, Najee. I think Najee's a better overall running back, but he's not the monster Henry is. Right. He's, we he's, won't see Najee stiff arm guys five yards down down no, the field. I don't. I like, don't think they so. won't lose their feet and come off the ground. You, you when might he stiff arms. You him. might see him. Uh, you might see him jump over people five. Oh yards no! Down yeah, the field. that's that's his move. <laughs> 
they're different running backs. They're just both big as shit. But no, I I don't I don't understand. I I I think these GMs sometimes talk themselves. I was talking to somebody else about that the other day. That I I can't understand why these guys. Like, what are they looking at or seeing that most of the people that follow the sport very closely don't see? How do we get so many of the busts that we get? And it's because I think these GMs are all just trying to outsmart themselves instead of just, just, it's right, the tape is right there. Well, it's, it's what the Raiders have been doing. They, they take Clemson guys, they take Alabama guys, and that's like their, their big thing. They want guys that know how to win championships. And I, I get it. It hasn't worked thus far because you don't have a team full of them yet. But, like, I, I get the idea. Get a bunch of winners. Get a bunch of dogs on your team. Like, I understand it. Uh, Matt Miller said, you guys going to do a back-and-forth mock draft, or is Chris going to be a stick in the mud? What fun would that be? <laughs> I, I could have fun with it. For five seconds, when we're done, okay, <laughs> and the chances gonna of be that worthless. happening are zero. Y'all just want us to read off the names? I can I can go down the list and read off a bunch of football guys' names. Sure. Let's do that. There you go. Joseph Gomez, by the way, said if uh, if Najee drops, don't be surprised if Kansas City jumps in on him after losing Williams. Nah, they, they can't. They, they won't spend. They they actually need offensive line help, and they need uh If he drops, if he drops to the second round, though, hey, could you imagine a backfield that has well, that has you, hang on, if he drops to the second round, do you think he's gonna make it to the 31st pick in the second round? I could see Kansas City uh, maybe, up. maybe trading up to go get him, possibly. I I couldn't see that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't here. see I don't see them taking a running back back to back years like that. Yeah, I I doubt too that much that's dra- Just like you wouldn't pay a running back that much money, you wouldn't take two of them that early. You in wouldn't the draft waste either. that much draft capital on them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not that the dude's a great dude. I think he's a stud. But oh, absolutely. I I don't think that's a good fit though. Uh, McKinnon, by the way, said, uh, we like listening to that sweet Mississippi voice talk about where he thinks players should or would go, Christopher. Okay. <laughs> That's All not right. a terrible I'll idea. Do, I'll do whatever Gary tells me to do. It's, the I follow closer, instructions really well. I want to bitch about it, but I follow instructions really well. The closer that we get to the draft, we we might look into this. It might be we're something We're going to do a day. live draft with our yeah. – If, if we we're going to do this, you don't need two people to make this draft because because we both can manipulate it to a point. Yeah. We would need to get at least two of the guys – from Westlot or or Kyler or somebody to come on with us to hey, do it. That way we've got a, a mixture of of people making these picks. Maybe we do that. Maybe that's uh maybe that's oh, a possibility. That sounds like a lot of damn work. It's a lot of work, but it, it maybe maybe that's possible. Maybe we can do I'm that. I'm not afraid of it. Let's do it. I don't care. It's Matt, up to you. Matt Miller said uh are you guys gonna do a live draft video? Uh yes. Uh us now and the guys we from will do with the Westlot guys. Yep. We will be you know, first round of the draft, it, it won't be all three days, by God. It'll be Thursday night. No, we night. do the first round. Yep, first round. We'll be in there, and we'll, we will react to every pick, and we're going to have a blast uh, just like we have the last however many years. So stay yeah. tuned for that one. Um, I don't have any other topics. Anything else, Brent? No, I was, I was scrolling through the show notes to see our different topics, and uh, I noticed that you didn't change it from when you did your live show the other day. Really? Yeah. That's okay. Oh, that's great. I didn't hit update all. That's all right. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? That's all, right. all right. That's fine. I'll change all the I was the, like, I was like wait a minute. Notes. We're going to talk about this. We talked about that the other day. Yeah. And then and then I realized what it was. It's been a long in the day. Middle, in the middle of the show. Uh, uh, McKinnon said he uh, he volunteers his tribute. Uh, Matt said Gary's the dominatrix. Chris is the submissive. 
And uh, and Joseph, of course, jumps in and says, tears. Yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's been such a long day. Such a long day. All right, uh, let's go hey, ahead and dive Before you say here. goodbye, can I bitch about YouTube TV for a minute? Well, yeah. You took my fucking Red Sox off the TV today. That pissed me off. I worked my ass off this morning because I knew we had a 1 o'clock game, and I was getting home on time to make sure I could watch the Sox in the race today. And I got home, and I can't find it anywhere. And I hit the old Google machine to find out YouTube TV. I pay good money for the MLB extra innings package. And YouTube TV is taking a few games a week off the MLB extra innings package, and they're going to air them. Why the hell am I paying this money? I mean, that's a good question. Uh, MLB, be better. Simulcast it on two different channels. Yes. You took my money. And I couldn't watch my boys beat the hell out of the race today. <laughs> Came up here pissed. I uh, I hear you. I hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have YouTube it's okay. TV. <laughs> the, the show cheered me up. The show did cheer me up. It made me feel better. Well, I'm glad that we could do that. I'm hopefully uh, I'm I'm hoping that everybody else had a good time as well. Uh, we are going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, Chris and I will be back tomorrow, or Chris will be, or I will. Somebody will be here with a show tomorrow evening uh, leading into the Friday morning podcast. So make sure and stay tuned for that as well. If you are not subscribed, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button for us. We would certainly appreciate that. we got several of you uh, on YouTube right now watching. We appreciate you for doing that. And thank you to everybody that jumped into the chat today. We appreciate all that. And with that said, I think we're going to get out of here. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Chris, is there anything else we need to hit? That's it, brother. That is it. All right, you guys take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, all of your master's bets and your MLB bets and everything else, all of them cash. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.